was you, nigga. Hey, what's going on, dude? Can you hear me? Yep. Precious Lord, James, take my hand. Hey, Snoop Dogg is stupid. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is the dumbest dude in the world, man. We're going to get into that later. And if you haven't been living under a rock, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you kind of know what we're talking about. Man, you know exactly what we talk about. And, and the beautiful thing of it is we can talk about it on the show because you know what? Uh, wrestling and boxing are related. If yeah. You not know uh, promoters that used to promote wrestling also promoted boxing. Yeah, this is not true. Not only that, but uh, uh, ain't, ain't Tyson a, a, a WWE Hall of Famer? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. You damn so you damn right we talk about this fight. Oh, oh, and by the way, and 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 oh, and there's so much we can bring this into. I was trying to figure out how we can parlay this into pro wrestling talk because it had nothing to do with pro wrestling. But I was like, okay, we have a commentator whose cousin is the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. We have a former commentator who used to be on NXT. Yep. And we have a Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer. I'm like, yo, this is wrestling. This is wrestling, bro. <laughs> this is all wrestling. We got a, a WWE Hall of Famer, uh, uh, ex WWE. He main evented a WrestleMania, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. We talk about yeah. we talking about this fight because it was. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. The the wrestling news has been kind of slow, but that was part of. Well, all right. So there's two things. There's two oh. things we probably got to talk oh. about this this oh. episode. Oh. So we gotta oh. we gotta talk about the Roy Jones Mike Tyson fight. Uh-huh. And the other wrestling adjacent thing that we got to talk about. What's that? Gucci Man versus Jeezy versus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Gucci Man versus Jeezy. I have never been so uncomfortable watching anything in my life. Oh, God. <laughs> when he said, when he, when, he, when he did Truth and then said, uh, we smoking on Pookie Love tonight. Uh, that my wife looked at me and she said, hey, man, somebody gonna get shot. Turn that off. <laughs> Turn that off. Somebody gonna get shot. <laughs> that, that's what I heard. I was like, yeah, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> I thought I was about to get bad when he said that. I, I really did. <laughs> oh, it was it was bad. I mean, I mean, the whole night, the whole night Gucci Man was playing the, the, the most foremost heel of 2020. Just, just all up in G. Like he ain't had to be physically all up in Jeezy face to be all up in Jeezy face, right? <laughs> and Jeezy was trying to play white meat baby face and not take take the high road and shit. This like when, man, when Jeezy said when Jeezy, Jeezy said, you know what? Like seven times. <laughs> I tell, I tell, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh oh. I tell you what. I I, th- I feel like he was contemplating like his next thoughts of his he life. Was. I like I could punch this dude. I could just shoot him. <laughs> yup. Especially because uh, well, Gucci didn't make it no better. Gucci did the song. Okay, right. that was disrespectful enough. With right. The whole with the I'm gonna go dig your partner up, Betty. Won't say shit. That was disrespectful enough. Yeah, then when he got done, he was like, "Damn, damn, <laughs> we smoking on Pookie Loke tonight." That's- <laughs> But 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 the the most disrespectful thing and people miss out on this part uh-huh. was the fact that right after that now mind you there were two million people watching that on Instagram live right. Gucci then said hey if you send more I'm gonna put them in the dirt and send them back to you 
Damn. People uh, missed that part. That's yeah, that's yeah. the part. That's the part where we were just like, yo, somebody, yo, somebody gonna die. Somebody gonna die tonight <laughs> on, on, on live Instagram live. We said you send some more. I'm gonna send them back. I'm gonna put them in the dirt and send them back to you. Somebody, I'm like, somebody ready to die tonight. And Undertaker like, damn, motherfuckers, I just retired. God damn, man. <laughs> We take what we want, and after we take Lex Luger and the child, we want the gold sucker, Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. For you, nigga. For you, nigga. We take what we want. We the realest and the best. We want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. We take what we want. We the realest and the best. We want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. We take what we want. We the realest in the business. We want to go suck. Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, no. We take what we want. We the realest in the business. We want to go suck. Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, no. Coming for you. Shit. No podcast like this Black dudes with an act for wrestling They ain't gotta act cool They that never bash fool And they mass dudes Get a show and act a fool on it Talk smack then put the whole move on it Build by shots and bruise your ass is doomed the award if you want it Lifelong fans with an honest mission Get many of ticks without a mission Nothing but a press pass This barbershop talk with the best last Bless that we rambling on they do listen No we know we got a couple of schools missing Now who with the two dudes with the full vision And we coming for you Nipple This is a call for Welcome to we come for you guys. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Perfect, perfect segue into, into the dead man's final ride. That it, now, now, hold on. Now that would have been that would have been cool as hell yeah. if the Undertaker did walk out <laughs> on Gucci yeah. Mane versus Jeezy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what we doing? Somebody dying today? <laughs> we smoking on loud. We smoking on Pookie Lock tonight. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of my favorite, my favorite. So Twitter blew up. Twitter had all the memes on lock that night. My favorite yeah. one was uh, Jeezy. It said Jeezy's boy. Listening to to Gucci and Jeezy doing "I'm Icy," and yeah. it was a it, it was a video of the Undertaker laying in the casket with one eye open, like, "Oh God, oh my God!" <laughs> and it was playing it was playing P Diddy, uh, uh, "Every Step I Take." In the background. <laughs> I might just, I'm, you know, what, I'm just gonna put that in. Just, just, just put it, just put it in there. Put it, just go put that in there. <laughs> Oh boy, what's going on, everybody? This is welcome to the week cover for you, Cass. This is episode thirty-one. Is we on thirty-two? I'm always yes, going behind, man. Always <laughs> going behind, man. And we got RVS in the mix, man. Where can they find you at, man? Yes, sir. You can find me at franchise 6 That's F R A N C H I C E zero six. All social media, and we also got rated R right here. Where can they find you at, brother? Oh man, if y'all know right now that I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you can find me at. You can find me at. You can find me at. Y'all number eighteen. The underscore R. <laughs> you have fun editing that one. <laughs> you mm-hmm. The timing got to be spot on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't. So so that's the thing. I didn't came up with a template. So all, so I literally just got to drop it in right at the time. Like drop it in like right there. It's gonna be in there. It's gonna be it's on gonna that be- one too. 
And you should put it there. See? <laughs> <laughs> told, told you. <laughs> hey, man, I got to start off hot, man. You got me thinking. Well, because we was talking about, hey, man, it's time for another one of these oh. rated R rants. <laughs> we got a hot rated R rant off the press. Hold on, man. What we got? What you, we got? You, you touched on something right off the bat when you talked about uh, uh, the memes on Twitter. You motherfuckers during this goddamn pandemic literally have nothing else to do on the fucking internet. I mean, these memes are coming out rapid fire. Like, it's like <laughs> if you're black, you can't fuck up in public, man. You can't because if it does, if you fuck up, never mind the award, these motherfuckers on Twitter gonna get your ass bad. Oh man. oh man, people, we gonna we gonna get into it a little bit later on. But during the fight, people like immediately. I'm talking about within minutes. I'm like, how do y'all are y'all just sitting at like they have to be like watching the joint with a yeah. laptop out. It just right. like they just had a hand. I was like, oh shit, come on, right. come right. on. <laughs> it's like it like like they have breaking news faster than we got breaking news, and this is a fucking meme. Like, how do y'all do that shit that damn quick? But y'all, you can't fuck up. If you're black, you don't don't fuck up. You can't, especially if you're a celebrity. You can't fuck up. Yep. You got if you got a fucking so, a huge social media following, you can't fuck up. Your <laughs> so, life's gonna get your life's gonna get fucked up like Nate Robinson's. <laughs> Put a pin in that one. We'll come back. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, I, you know, we already knew it was bullshit when they talk about people like black people in media, black people in all this. Dog, you can't tell me that every media company can't hire people on Twitter that make memes. People on Twitter that make memes should be making like, like millions of dollars a year for CNN, headline news. Yeah. Shit, even get, give, give, get some people for Fox News. Dog, people should be making some real bread out here. In the, the, well, okay. Well, with the accuracy, they make memes. But I, I think the reason why they haven't did it because they have to have quality control and some of y'all motherfuckers put some <laughs> off wall shit out there immediately. And I don't think a, a NBC or a Fox News or CNN damn sure don't want something out there that ain't been fact checked. And we already know about that for the last three months about getting shit fact checked, which reminds you, you know, it sounds like somebody who spent three million dollars to get some votes checked, but it didn't get it right. I was in the news. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we get to the news, man, we got some. Uh, we got a bunch of listener comments from YouTube, man, that we got to catch up on. Okay. So first and foremost, first and foremost, man, uh, shout out, shout out to everybody who watched that Brandy Rose and Jay Cargill video. Oh, dog, that that shit blew up. I I didn't know that was gonna happen. I think you started some shit when you mentioned uh, what's his face name. Uh, That's the only thing I can think of. Cause why would everybody be watching the shit? Hey man, listen. Hey, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter to me. Look, (laughs) I was I was telling Daryl earlier earlier this week, man. Uh, I'm really like, I like correct somebody, correct me if I'm wrong. We come from UCAS at gmail.com. Let me know. I want to say that we were the only black people, black dudes out here with that opinion, basically saying that people questioning Brandy Rose blackness is whack. So that gives you a whole nother side of, of the whole thing where it's like, yeah. it's a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of black folks out here that was just, yeah. you know, that was to me, they out of pocket. 
I think they was out of pocket. I you got two guys who that are agree on hundred percent. I thought we're not gonna get into that again. What we gotta we do, not, man? <laughs> we we not we not. But we're gonna get into listener comments. So we got we. I had to go back a few quite a few episodes because okay, uh, we 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 missed out on some of them. But uh, Kevin Thomas, Kevin okay. Thomas from YouTube, he actually commented before. Okay. Uh, he had a comment on uh, the Jay Uso Roman Reigns match of the year clip that we okay. a couple months ago. So he said and about the Roman Reigns Jay Uso storyline. So he said what he thinks is going to happen in the uh, storyline uh, is eventually both of the Usos are going to join up with Roman Reigns. He uh, said he said Jay is going to end up uh, joining with Roman, which we are we're already seeing that right now. Right. Both of the Usos, and get this, maybe even add Samoa Joe. For the whole I, tribal chief story, I, 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 I like I like what Kevin's mind is at. Um, I will, and then and I mean, hell, you don't, you never know. I'll just say this: I think, and I hate to say it, but jo, Joe's career might be done, man. I don't know. We don't. I don't. We don't. I don't. We never heard anything about him, you know, getting hurt the last time. I don't. I don't know what it was, but I mean, he's been on commentary a lot, yeah, like damn near exactly. this entire year. Yeah, and yeah. usually when you're on commentary that long, you're basically gonna be there. <laughs> like, right. I mean, yeah. did, did he get hurt and we didn't know about it, or is he just not telling us anything, or is that where they want him at? I don't. I don't know. I. You know what? I think it's a mixture of of all of the above, really. Because uh, I mean, Joe has been pretty pretty injury prone as of the last few years, and honestly, man, it, it's kind of Joe's some more Joe's uh, style catching up with him. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like. Ten years ago, that's that's when that's when we saw the uh, Samoa Joe that was cold, hey, listen, around the ring doing everything. Fan, if you if you are watching this and you have not seen the early days of Impact Wrestling slash TNA, excuse me, fifteen years ago, fifteen, 15 that was two, yeah, that was two thousand five, and that's crazy that 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 was fifteen years ago. But if you have ago. not watched any of these old school AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, our true. D'Lo Brown D'Lo matches some of their best their best matches is not unless a deal is struck with the, with 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 uh whoever owns Impact now it's going to stay on their library some of their best matches even Kurt Angle some of yeah. his best and that's that's saying something some of his best matches are on the TNA library tape library yep. do yourself a favor and go on YouTube if you still can and watch some of these matches my top three matches is all time is still one of my top three matches is that triple threat with uh, uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels. That match, dude. That was a, that was like, a crazy that, match. That, that, I mean, crazy match. Crazy. Just crazy. Like, do yourself a favor and watch those matches because, and I hate to say this, y'all not going to agree with me, but it's the truth. The versions of every person, even Bobby Roode that we got now, yeah. the versions of these cats that you see in WWE right now, are the watered down versions? I yes. bullshit you not. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, like Impact. Impact had a had had a run. Yeah. They, when you say they had a run, I mean it's 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 one of those things too. Also, I wanted to say this, and I'm gonna say it right now. We we're not covering. Well, we got we do have some Impact news that we go we gonna show a video from Impact that happened this past week. However, uh, Impact like is really doing their thing right now. I mean. Right. They, they, I will almost say that they got the most black people per capita <laughs> in, in impact. And that's 
that's partly as you mentioned, D'Lo Brown. Shout out to D'Lo Brown because he's the yeah. head of uh, uh, talent relations. Okay. So okay. They got a they got a lot of brothers and sisters in Impact right now, so they 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 holding it down for the culture. And apparently, they're you know they're they're hiring folks that so they get good brothers signed with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a couple other people signed with them. So it's just like they're they're still out here letting everybody know that you know they ain't went nowhere. A, it might right. be WWE, AEW might get the right. right. They ain't went nowhere though. Man, another side note, it, it's it's because it's, 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 it's a side note, but it's kind of on par with what you just said. Speaking of uh, black people in professional wrestling, I want to go back to that talking smack that we talked about not too long ago with Big E and the Miz. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny how this is working. Where Big <laughs> E basically explained that you know Kofi Kingston has been there over eleven years and he has been given an opportunity to you know be world heavyweight champion. He was world heavyweight champion. He had it for a cup of coffee and then he got squashed by Brock Lesnar in five seconds. Mm-hmm. All right. And so he brought that up. And uh, Miz basically said, hey, you're not going to be able to be universal champion doing your New Day song and dance comedy skit. You know, you're not going to have any opportunities doing doing that. So Miz's argument was, yeah, uh, you doing this funny comedy, blah, 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 bullshit. It's not going to get you anywhere to the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker literally has been doing comedy for the last fucking two months. And what is he? The fucking money in the money bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> he practically money has in the, the belt in his goddamn hand. So what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That messed that my case right there. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you put that out there because, you know, Booker T has also been somebody that was very, very, very hard on Big E and also like black women, you know, Naomi, Sasha Banks. So we also had a, a listener comment about you know what? that. For Booker T, man, I better just play Uncle Ruckus theme song here. I'm going forward. Oh, I had a no. <laughs> no, not Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> not Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> Don't you trust them new niggas over there? <laughs> but hey, shout out, shout out, shout out to Manny Simpson uh, who commented. I don't even know if I should say your comment after this. Shout out to Manny Simpson who commented on YouTube. He said uh, to the uh, 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 Booker T talking about Sasha Banks and and Naomi. He said, right. "I don't know, fellas. I think I'm with Booker on this one." Booker got some good points on his show about them, and I replied to this one. I was just basically like, "Yo, man." Hey man, Booker T is usually on point, but the fact of the matter is he gotta diversify his darts. Yeah. Flat yeah. out. He gotta yeah. he he gotta start going way harder on some non-black people. Right. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna even say he gotta go way harder on people of color so right. that we can we can like raise up and say, all right, okay, all right, you you you're not going too hard on the blacks, dog. But for right, right now, you're going too hard on the blacks, bro. right? And and who was that that was the person that said that? listen to what we we really said too because we kind of covered both sides on it i can't right i can't talk that bad about book because he's giving blacks opportunity with his own uh developmental i can't i i can't say he's not giving people opportunity and we also said that this just may may be his mentality from the old school he's hard you know that that's that's how yeah we're talking about blacks but maybe it's coming from i'm saying maybe it's coming from a perspective that he wants them to be at a higher level, maybe higher than what he is. And on top right, of that, yeah. he came up from the old school. He had, there wasn't no developmental from here. It was sink or swim. You, right. you should have get off the pot. 
you had, and if you didn't, you was up out of there, especially right. if you was a minority back in the day. You wasn't given opportunities unless you stood out, and that's where he's coming from. He's, he's an old school, hard ass guy. He's that, he's that dude. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's like, like you said, man. You know, you gotta you gotta look at some of these some of the, well, and I, you know what? I mean, I the, think, track I record, think, the track record speaks right. for, like if you listen to his, we've been listening to his podcast a while, and yeah, he has been going hard on a right. lot of black Naomi, right. Naomi, uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, I don't know if he's went hard on Amber Moon because I know Amber Moon came out of his his camp, but right, uh, right. a new day. I mean, he goes it. He does to your point. He does do that. Yeah. Well, but also, I think it also proves his point, what you said about Miz, is that Miz has been doing nothing but comedy for, you know, the better part of a year, year and a half, and he has Mm -hmm. Mr. Money in the Bank. I think also at the end of the day, what Booker T is saying is that white boys can do that shit. You can't. So... Yeah, you also, yeah. So you know, yeah. you know, what I'm saying yeah. I, yeah. I, I, get, I get the, I get the perspective. I get the perspective. It's also at the same time, you know, Vincent Man give you an opportunity to do some shit. You got to do it. Like get your ass whooped in, in the grocery store. You know, what I'm saying everything right. can't be serious. Let's right. don't <laughs> go beat your ass in the grocery store and the whole, the whole damn grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine walking in the schnooks and motherfucking Booker T? Is getting thrown into the uh, red hot ripples, all the different flavors <laughs> of the book. <laughs> hey, well, I'm trying to, hey, well, I'm trying to grab you, them. If you from here, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm reaching, I'm reaching for my pina colada vest and then Stone Cold run by, and I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to Manny Simpson, man. We appreciate your, uh, your, your, your comment. So. Yep, yep. We moving on to uh, a comment about the Brandy Rose, the 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 controversial apparently Brandy Rose versus Jay Cargill uh, clip that we had up the last episode. So uh, we have a person by the name of Tormund Giants Brain, okay, Tormund Giants Brain from YouTube, okay. Okay. and they say, and I quote, "Questioning Brandy's blackness is Hotepery jumping the shark." What? <laughs> <laughs> what you? What you got? What you got on that? Really? Hotepery jumping the shark. They basically saying Hotepery is almost over. Come on, man. Really, man? We we listen. We told you this was what a black woman would do in that situation. Right. Exactly. Like I don't like. What are you talking about? He, th- 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 no, that's that's it. That's it. Yeah. If, you, if you're reading that more into it, shame on you. <laughs> yeah, well, no, th- I think this person is saying that the people who are mad are basically like, oh, they, 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 they too much in a hotel shit. Well, yeah, they well, yeah, they did, they did. well, yeah, they didn't see. Now I just yeah. show myself. I'm stupid. They know what to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're 100 right. Yes, yes. You're, no, I, <laughs> I know. I know what you were saying. I was just yeah. trying to make sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's right. Get people get out your feelings. Brandon was acting like a wife. And then, oh, then, and then your motherfuckers, really, you need to start really And then once you get it, oh, she, she's acting hood. Why is she doing that? Like, come on, you can't. Which one is it, man? You can't have them. But which one you want? You want which one you want? Which one you want? Yo, is it, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Come on, <laughs> let me the know. Well, the world will never know. How many licks does it take to get a cinema statistical pop? The world will never know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> God, All right. Damn. 
<laughs> All right. So last one, and this will, this will directly uh, transition to uh, some of the news that we got. So Big Time Raw on YouTube commented and asked us about what did we think about Survivor Series. So I'm gonna get your get your get your high level thoughts. We can jump into any of the matches or whatever you want. But yeah, let, uh, me, let me know what you thought about Survivor Series overall. It was a pretty decent show for what they had. Pretty here's here's my. Here's my thing, and I actually sent in a question to uh, Keeping It 100 about uh, COVID in the sports world and mm-hmm. just, just in general. Like, every company's doing phenomenal with what they're given right now. I mean, I'm talking about NBA, NFL, boxing, WWE, uh, NXT, TNA, uh, AEW. Man, we sit here and we criticize every little thing that you're doing, but Man, I got to take my hats off to you guys, man. For you guys able to do all of this shit during a global pandemic, unlike Mm -hmm. somebody else on our podcast we talk about who does dumb shit during a global pandemic, (laughs) you all have done a phenomenal-ass job with entertaining us. And uh, what we're just saying is just for entertainment purposes only. We we, we know you guys are away from your families. You are out here in the elements Getting COVID, some of y'all fucking getting the shit all over again just so you can entertain us. Uh, now back to my criticizing shit. I thought I thought Survivor Series was a decent show. Uh, uh, main event. I mean, Roman Reigns is sitting on. It, he, he's this is it. Like this is it, yeah. man. Like yep. he is. Like I, we talk about all the time that their WWE is not producing any stars. I think you have one now. Like yep. this dude here, man, is. It's natural. It's flowing. It's a storyline. It's believable. I mean, them. I mean, he's sunning Jimmy Uso every fucking week. It, 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 it's, his it's, own cousin. His own cousin. His own cousin. On national fucking TV. On national TV. On Fox. On Fox, if you will, <laughs> getting embarrassed every fucking week. Uh, it, it, dude. It's, it's, and then you just, and then Paul. Here's the thing. Paul Heyman is just. He's just like the sprinkle on there. He ain't yep. really, it ain't really, he ain't really involving himself in it. It's just the little nuances that he does yep. that makes him so good. Like it's, yep. he's the Shawn Michaels of being a manager, if, if you will. Yeah, that's, real. <laughs> that's real. That's real. He like, yeah, Paul Heyman is top notch. And, and, and that's kind of the thing, man. If you really think about it, like this whole storyline don't even need Paul Heyman. No, they don't need doesn't. Paul Heyman at all. It but the doesn't. fact that Paul Heyman is there gives it an urgency, gives yeah. it a realism, and gives it a, a, a like a, a believability and a seriousness yeah. that is just severely lacking from a lot of other shit that's going but, on in WWE. Yep. Um, uh, what else happened at Survivor? Oh, man. The uh, the Street Profits in New Day. Yeah. Man, they yeah. tore the house down, bro. Yeah. That, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, that was, that was my match of the night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Street Profits. Now, I will say this. So here's my here's my critique of it. The commentary was fucking trash on, on that match. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because what they did on commentary, what we were just talking about, how Booker T talks about everybody need to get serious and this, that, and the third. Uh, that's what the commentary was centered on. 
they were centered on which team is going to be serious, which team is going to get it done, and which team is going to reach that next level. And the whole time I'm thinking both of these teams are tag team champions. Right. If they need to be – if they're not serious, if they don't take it to the next level, if they don't do all of these things, then why the fuck are they your champions? This is true. These are are allegedly your best tag teams, but they silly. They don't take anything serious, and they can't beat nobody. What message are you trying to put out there on commentary? Not a match. Go. Don't. No complaints about the match. Commentary. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, again, uh, and again, uh, back to uh, Booker T again. Tell me, you need to be serious. Uh, that King Booker gimmick was not serious at all. <laughs> that was, it was, it was not. <laughs> it, was a, it was a straight up just car crash. What accent was he speaking in? Like, where was I, that I, accent supposed to be? It was like a Jamaican, Bosnian, it was like a bootleg, British. like Jamaican, like. Fucking King Joffy Jufar, fucking coming to America type shit. Like <laughs> my son works. <laughs> I mean that's, that's that's what I got from it, man. No, that was silly, man. That, that come on, come on, man. It, 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 you know now. Well, also, 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 before you move on, it was silly. But guess what? He won. The, the world championship yeah. for the sixth time while he, he was did. doing that silly shit. He did. he did. He did. So, I mean, just saying. Mm, just calling the kettle black, man. <laughs> literally. Literally. Li- literally. Now, <laughs> going back, going real quick, going back to the uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns match. So, when I started watching that match, dude, I ain't gonna lie to you. I wanted to hate that match so bad. He couldn't. Yeah. Like the whole time I was watching, I was like, "Man, this is just this is just WWE's. Good. These 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 are WWE's guys." Like I, you know, I'm 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 liking what Roman's doing right now. But as that match went on, that I was just like, "Okay, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense why these are the two top guys in yeah. WWE right now." Yeah. And when you said when you said they made they're making a star in Roman Reigns, I think they're already there with Roman Reigns. What they don't, they can't fumble the bag on mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre. No, they can't. They can't. They, they, I, they wanted Drew McIntyre to be a star for so yeah, long, and he yeah. was right there. They can't fumble his that, bag. And I think that audible of making him champion that Monday Night Raw before uh, before Survivor Series was a smart move. I, yeah. I really yep. do because here's you you which what you do is you you still build you build Drew, and you get that thing in the back of the head about when Randy's going to catch up to Cena and maybe pass Cena and Ric Flair because he's yeah. going to do. It. That's that's going to do it. That's, he, he's out. going to do it. It, it seriously. Yep. So uh, uh, Randy doesn't need it. You know, I mean, Randy's Randy, bro. You don't need to be champion. But I like the what they're doing with 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 Drew. Keep building him up. Keep making that man a star, man. That's it's only nothing but good things from him, man. They just don't like you said. Do not drop the bag on these guys. Don't don't do a raw on the ground. Or a fucking uh, 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 don't please don't do no fucking T bar and that bullshit with them, man. Don't fuck this shit up, man. Because because you all made that that which I did. It didn't. Then you don't explain like you just it just raw on the ground just go off. It just go off. It just go like you remember how TV back in the day after the national anthem. Okay, it just go go off. What else? Come on, nothing. It's just black. 
It just just around the night. No, motherfucker, we remembered that shit. You threw that shit in our faces for a while. What was, I want to know. I need to know, WWE. Hit us right here at WeComeFewCast at gmail.com. I need to know what was the resolution for Raw on the ground. I, I want to know. Because you had me invested. In you, had, you had shoot fighting and shit. You know, I'm thinking like, oh, they trying to take. What was, what, what was y'all trying to do? What was y'all trying to do? What was y'all trying to do? So, what was y'all trying so to do? I want to know. If, 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 I was to, if I was to guess what they were trying to do, and this is going to be as dumb as it actually was. But think about this for a second. Think about Raw Underground, the whole time of Raw Underground, what they do. They built up this one dude. Uh, I, I don't even remember the nigga name. That they big motherfucker? Up, that big motherfucker with the dreads. They built him up. They right. built him up the whole time. He's this crazy, shoot-fighting ass dude. Right. And then what did they do right before it ended? That dude lost to yeah. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Right. I, I'm willing to put money on the fact that they sat down and was like, let's start this shoot fighting raw underground bullshit all to put over Braun Strowman. Yeah, I want to bet money that they did it only to put Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's a big brolic motherfucker. You don't need to put... They <laughs> fucked up with Braun Strowman, man. I'm sorry. They fucked up with Braun Strowman. They, yes. they, when, he, when he first got his title run, that's when they should have put the fucking rocket on his back. Now, granted, he's definitely more polished up now and definitely is in the stride. He's he's better now than he, what he was a year ago, bar none. Yeah. But but I think they waited too long to strike when the iron was hot. Like, they did. You got to realize, Braun Strowman won the Universal Championship by circumstance. It wasn't, right. That wasn't the original plan. Right. COVID, barring or not, the original plan was to have... Goldberg fight Roman Reigns. That was the exactly. original plan. It wasn't Braun Strowman. He exactly. that motherfucker was up in goddamn Wisconsin, going back to Green Bay, and he got a phone call, and he had to get on a fucking airport from where I used to live in Waukesha and fly <laughs> back to fucking Orlando to go to Mania. That, he, he didn't know that's what he was doing, bro. Right. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman should have clearly won the WWE or Universal title, whichever one, when there were fans still in their arena. Yeah. Like Braun Strowman, I'm talking about like 2018. Yeah. 2018, Braun Strowman, like when Braun Strowman first turned fake, when he first started telling people they was going to get these hands, right. he should have won the championship the next week. Yeah. Like, come on, right. dog. Come on, right. Right. come on, man. That's- you, got shirt, you got shirts out, you got merch. Strike when the iron is hot. Yep. That's, that's, WWE that's- does that too much. And, uh, and, Part of the news is also that Braun Strowman is hurt right now. Oh, so all that work to put him over. Braun Strowman has a knee injury, and oh, WWE does this a lot. They wait to put people over, and then by the time they do it, they get hurt because they didn't ran all this time. How severe is the knee? Is it ACL, MCL? Is he good or they're not, they're not really saying right now? So what they did, they storyline wise, they basically said that he he was suspended indefinitely mm. for beating up uh adam pierce now time um i know my watching of, of of wwe has been spotty in arona but where did this dude adam pierce come from yeah what yeah yeah same here who is this guy <laughs> i don't know who this like, dude is like if there's ever a more proper time for the who from from keeping it 100 who <laughs> This dude just walk out and he, he walks out and just starts telling people what to do. Yeah. Like, who is this nigga? Who, who, who is, whose man's is this? <laughs> whose man's is this? Like, seriously. Like, is he the new, like, general manager? Like, like he's barking out orders. Like, bro, who made you H-N-I-C? You ain't no h and you better not say this. You better not. You better not. You better not. 
Yeah, but who made him the man in charge, man? I, WWE just be doing shit. They're like, yeah, let's just do this shit and see if it stick on the wall. They not going to know. What do you mean you not going to know? It's a straight up dumbass car crash. <laughs> <laughs> and Mick Foley ain't coming out, so it's not even as fun. No, All right. <laughs> so we're going to keep it moving with the news. Uh, so we want to give a shout out to uh, Devon Dudley, a get well soon. Oh, shout out to Devon Dudley, man. He said he's been dealing with some health issues. Um, he said that on his uh, podcast called Table Talk. He had okay. Bailey on and okay. he's been he had to you know take some time away from the podcast. And he said that, you know, he had to take away for, time for podcast for the health issues. And he said, and I quote, I'm hanging in there. I had some health issues, but I'm hanging in there. He hasn't been on the road. Right. Uh, with WWE, well, the road, quote unquote, right. with WWE as of late. But he said, right. hopefully I'll be back soon. I got to see the doctor today, but it's been a little rough. I've been hanging in there doing what I can. So shout out to Devon Dudley, man. Yeah, Just shout out to you, man. Get, get well. well soon, brother. Yeah, man. Heal up. Yep. All right. So moving on, man, we got we to gotta talk about the homeboy, Dwayne Johnson, and all of the jobs this dude has. So... <laughs> This this man he, he's I, sw- I swear to you he gonna he gonna recreate that uh that living color Haymon sketch right with all right. them damn jobs that he got. <laughs> so boy, when I was your age, I had fifteen jobs, fifteen jobs. <laughs> but check this out. So you know we are we all know the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. So that's that's always on the table. Yep, he's doing movies. He's doing action movies in the same outfit. Every every, every movie wear the movie. same outfit. Football owner. Football All- owner, oh yeah, <laughs> owner of the XFL. He's got tequila, but now he's got a couple more things that he added to the resume. So The Rock has a network TV show coming out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's supposed to be about his life when he was back in, I heard about this. It's supposed to be yeah. how he, yeah, when he was back. This dude here, man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, man, Tyler Perry might need to put his studio on, on sale and rock my body, motherfucker. <laughs> The whole damn thing with the airport and everything. Yep. Yeah, the airport. Yeah, all of it. All, right. You know what? You never know. Uh, what? No, wait. The Rock was in a Tyler Perry movie. He was. He? he was. He did a cameo in uh, Think Like a Man. Uh, no, 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 no. What was the movie with Janet Jackson? When oh, Janet, uh, Jackson, uh, uh, alert, uh, Janet Jackson killed her. Killed her. Accidentally killed her husband. Yeah. Come <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Perry. Come Come on, man. Why, why you gotta let people do that crazy shit? And then, and then, then she fucking fucking killed this nigga. And then at the end, the rock fucking she see the back of the rock's head. And she's talking to him like, cause he's she just did a book, and he was like, yeah, I'm really excited to hear about your book. Okay, time for another one of these. No, right. <laughs> so I'm at the, I'm at the movies, you know, with with with, with the girlfriend when we at the time when we was going to go see this. But we sitting in the front of the damn movie. And, and mind you, I'm like the only fucking wrestling fan in this motherfucker. But all you black women seem to love The Rock for some reason. Y'all, I mean, well, we know he's it, sw- strong and got a goddamn lot of money and all this. We, shit. we know why. We know why. We know why. <laughs> but then the motherfucker shows up at the end of the movie, and all you damn girls going, "Oh, oh shit, it's The Rock!" Oh, I'm like, oh my god, I'm ready to go. That's why you know what. He, he's, his wife is a white woman. Take that. Ooh. <laughs> put, that in, put that in your pipe and smoke it. 
that's that's a that's a super ultra mega pro combo right there. That's that's why he married a white woman. Nah, nah. Let me hear you say, "Ooh, ah, now, nah. yeah." He don't want your ass. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, The Rock does not want your ass. <laughs> The Rock, The Rock made that abundantly clear when he made we married that white woman adjacent. Yes, uh, yes, because she's actually like half Armenian or something. That like chick that. is white. She's <laughs> white. She's white. <laughs> she is white. <laughs> oh man! Wait, oh yeah, wait a minute. I gotta get I gotta get my wife on the podcast. We might have, we might have to do it the next one or the one after that because okay. I think I I didn't explain this on the show. Okay. I, I, but my wife has a theory. Uh oh. About the Rock <laughs> and uh you know the the basically the Rock and his ex wife. Yeah. How, how they coexist after breaking up, but then they both married white people. And I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the. I'm gonna leave the theory at that, and I'm gonna let her explain it next time. <laughs> oh God, I don't even want to ask what this. You know, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna table that because I have so many questions right now. <laughs> well, speaking of your questions, The Rock is also creating an ice cream. This motherfucker got his own damn. I, the Rock got his ice cream before CM Punk did. <laughs> <laughs> Singapore Punk ain't never getting no ice cream he bars. No, never get no ice cream bars. So The Rock has a boozy Dewanta Claus holiday ice cream line. This dude here, he just printing out money, man. He printing money, man. So he is once again donning the jolly red hat and suit with a few personalized modifications, of course. Ha ha. To introduce right. his second collection of this is his second collection of holiday ice cream Jesus. for salt and straw. His new limited edition Dwanta Termania spiked eggnog ice cream made with the actor's own tequila is a sweet, silky, frozen custard mixed with uh, amontillado, sherry, nutmeg, and a hint of salt. This dude just, man, he just, dude, hey, wait a minute. So, <laughs> it's dude, this dude's the rock, man. It's just all <laughs> over the place, right? And I'm going to show you what I mean by all over the place. I think this is the first time I've, I've even seen this. Give me one second before you uh -oh. give me the right. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, where is this? Uh, where is this shit at? Dude, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to share. Where is it at? The is all over the place, man. He got the X, bought the X, fucking pulled, pulled Vince McMahon out of bankruptcy with Alpha Entertainment. Just say, here, mm -hmm. let me cut you a check. Yep. And not only that, this motherfucker got ice cream, he got a movie, he got alcohol, he got all, he got a movie production company. And I don't think I had ever seen this shit before in the day of my life of watching uh -oh. pro wrestling. This motherfucker, had his own goddamn Macy's Day parade, <laughs> motherfucking float. <laughs> he had his own goddamn float. Cena ain't had no 
no flow. Hogan ain't had no flow. Austin ain't had no flow. But The Rock got a goddamn Macy's Day flow in his fucking outfit that he wore and took a picture. I can't believe that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was actually that was actually number three on on, on The Rock's new jobs is Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade float. To the Macy's Day Parade, bro. He's transcended fucking pro- fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Is hey, man. When when you say when you say WWE don't make new stars, here's a question: Is the fact that WWE hasn't made new stars due to the fact that the last few stars that they have made have been like just transcended fucking wrestling? That, that is that is a good question uh, because they you know like you know Cena Cena's doing this thing right now. Yeah, we talk about Rock. Yeah. Austin, Austin, Hulk Hogan, punk ass. Uh, I mean, even going back, <laughs> even going back to like Macho, Roddy yeah. Pipe, like all these cats that transcended pro wrestling, they set the bar really, really high. Yeah, and The Rock is putting that motherfucker when you can't grab it. <laughs> that motherfucker, you're not touching that, bro. It's gone. It's it gone. <laughs> it gone. It gone, man. It gone. Oh, so man. You can't. You can't. You can't get that. You can't reach them heights. Dude, now. that is a good ass analogy. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't know why Vince would 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 be that upset. I mean, it's made him a billionaire. So it's like, well, yeah. how much money do you want? Like, yeah, you you had some failed things. Don't get it twisted. The XFL was was going to succeed. That was uh, bad luck. Yeah, no one right. saw this goddamn pandemic coming. Okay, right. no one saw this shit coming. That was that was. I think that was Vince's golden ticket. Out. It was. It really was. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's, it's all about creating yourself on on a, on a, at WWE and getting your exit strategy to get on out of there because you only yep. got so much so many numbers on your bump card as what Steve Austin would say yep you yep. know you want to you want to brand yourself and get out nobody wants to be working at one place for the rest of their fucking life unless it's something that you truly fucking enjoy really? but if you got the opportunity to go somewhere else to expand your your repertoire of your career why the fuck not you know exactly. uh, there's nothing, there's nothing, I don't see nothing wrong with what you're doing now. Now, if the question is, does does Vince feel a certain kind of way that motherfuckers are doing that, doing what he needs to do, they do at, at their at his platform, and then they walk out and they just transcend what they do. Tough break, nigga. There's always woo <laughs> 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 Shout out to Dave Chappelle getting uh, Chappelle show taken off Netflix because it felt bad. <laughs> I still got the DVDs, nigga. I'm watching that shit. I'm watching that shit. I got the DVD. I ain't watching on Netflix, but I sure got this sitting right over there in that corner, but you can't see it my shoulder right there. But it's right back there. <laughs> I, I got I got my Plex set up, so I'm gonna stream it. Yeah. This ain't gonna be from Netflix. It's gonna be there from Rayflix. There you go. RBS Flix. Yeah, yeah. No, we got support the Netflix. No, we, we ride, we ride our stage, Pell, bro. Flat out, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so speaking of, about support for the homies, uh-huh. uh, shout out to Hurricane Helms. That dude, who man. That just dude. got rehired at WWE. Now. Hard, man, but congrats to him, man. Now, yeah. wasn't this motherfucker just on fucking AEW Dot Fight a week ago? <laughs> he, was, he was just on the AEW pay per view like like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> So he went. So he must have been. And we'll, we'll get into this in a second too. He must have went on uh, that pay per view. They were just like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, come, come back, come back, come back, come back over here. What you doing? No, no, what you doing? What you doing? No, no, what you doing over there? I mean, what you doing over there? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. 
Sorry, right dirty. Here. Let me holler at you. Sorry, sorry. Here, take this, take this, take this. Yeah, see how I'm zero. Don't ask no questions. Sign right there. What the fuck you doing? What the fuck you doing? Hanging out with them nice people. <laughs> Get your ass back over here. What the fuck you over there doing? So we come, we coming for Matt Hardy too. When it, when his ass get done, we come for him. We come, we come for Jericho. We come for all of them. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, we would be coming out to Cody, but his ass has started the whole goddamn thing. So fuck him. <laughs> see, no one, fuck him. That's fuck why we want his daddy name. He ain't gonna get it back. That's, that that is some fucked up shit, WWE. I'm sorry, man. That really get is. Nigga, his name, bro. Come get on, that ain't right. Get the nigga's name back. Walking around with a first name. Come on, man. So, so they actually did. They actually, they actually uh, 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 relinquished the copyright, or sorry, the trademark to his name right before that last AEW pay per view. So, oh, if you notice, they have been announcing him as Cody Rhodes ever oh, since. Okay. So, yeah, basically, they released they were they relinquished it the Thursday before uh, AEW man, Revolution. That was WWE play being assholes with that man. They, they gotta stop with some of that shit they be doing, man. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Y'all, y- y'all are the be all end all. Y'all the number one. Y'all the number motherfucking one, bro. That's like that's like a Coca Cola or Pepsi said. Yeah, Vest, you niggas can't have your Pepsi being brown. Your shit gotta be green, nigga. It's cola. We don't give a fuck. That shit better be green by the end by in three months. And three months later, all right, man, it's cool. Y'all can go ahead and be brown. Again. <laughs> oh, we man, we tripping, dog. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. So speaking of uh, uh, WWE, you know, kind of paying attention and doing shit, uh, shout out to Ricky Starks. Okay. So Ricky Starks was just in an interview recently, and he said that he was talking about when he fought Cody for the TNT title on Dynamite. Okay. He says, and I quote, the day I wrestled Cody, I got a phone call from WWE saying, hey, we've been watching you. We want to bring you in. Uh-oh. I said, I said uh, oh, really? Oh, okay. Interesting. Of all the days, and he, and I and he said, and I entertained that conversation because I was queer, curious, but right. I already knew what decision I was gonna make. Sure. So basically, WWE. So we're we're sitting here laughing and joking about <laughs> Hurricane and about Cody and about uh, Matt Hardy, but uh, WWE be watching. Yeah, they watching, paying attention, <laughs> and yeah, they man. and they trying to snatch up some of the talent that uh-huh. AEW got uh-huh. coming right now. Yeah, do the same thing they did to them. <laughs> exactly. Only difference is. Now, who has the fatter bankroll, WWE or Tony Khan? I'm gonna have to say Tony Khan. He got NFL money, man. That's what I'm saying. Stadium. (laughs) You know what? I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to say. But it's like Tony Khan with an extension of uh, of Shahid Khan, man. Like they got, yeah, they got. They they literally have their own stadium where they could produce television every week. Right. while they are losing out on the money, the traveling gate money, I wouldn't right. even say they're. I wouldn't even say they're super losing out on that anymore because they're letting fans back in because they have these these NFL ties and they've been yeah. using the same shit that the NFL has been fun. using. Well, actually, yeah. actually, they piloted the shit before this, the NFL season started. Okay, about letting fans in and having okay. the pods and all that shit. Right. Here's here's my thing. Okay, and I'll say this because. When we look at when we look at TNA, when we look at Impact, right. and when Impact was on the come up, if you right. think about it, WWE ain't really trip off Impact, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> but WWE has tripped off AEW, right? And here's my here's here's my theory. Here's my theory of why. I think low key, 
Vince sees something in Tony Khan. They basically, I'll say this. I want to say Vince sees himself in Tony Khan. So here's here's why I say that. And I think I, I think I talked about this on, on, a, on a past episode, but you got to look at the pedigrees of both of them cats. Both right. of them, like both Vince and Tony Khan come from cats that like, basically they, their fathers both made money promoting sports, right? Promoting yep. other sports. Yep. They both took their money and started their own thing, right? right. But right. I think with Vince, I ain't gonna say envious, Right. I ain't gonna say envious, right? right? But I think what he sees in Tony Khan that he might be a little bit shooketh about is yeah. the fact that Tony Khan was able to diversify, that he basically diversified his shit into wrestling. Yep. You know what I'm saying? In, yep. a way, in a way that's different from like Ted Turner. Ted Turner was just like, hey man, it's, it's content. It's, it's, all, it's all content. You know, I, I, I like wrestling. I put wrestling yeah. on my channel, right? right? On my channel, Tony, right. But, but Tony Khan is just like, look, I got the I got the bread. Right. I'm gonna hire the hottest wrestlers in the industry right. and get some of the producers that WWE don't like the, the older wrestlers that can produce and all that shit. And mm. I'm gonna do this shit for real. Right. right. I'm gonna do this shit for real. And at the end of the day, he started out with the bread. I mean, Ted Turner had bread. Don't get me wrong. Right. He started out with with the bread that Vince didn't start with. That's true. You know what I'm saying? At the very That's very true. beginning. So I I think I think that might be one thing. So. I say all that to say this, before it's all said and done, I think Vince, and when I say all said and done, I think before Vince can check up out of here, I think if Vince is eventually going to do something with Tony Khan at yeah, AEW. I can see that. I, can I, see I, that I think it's gonna be a game recognized game thing. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what? And, and, and another one of the reasons why, I, I agree with that too, is not just for pro wrestling too, but Tony Khan is from the world where Vince has been trying to get into for the last 30 years. Exactly. The NFL. Right. Yep. Yeah. What better way to get into it? You got somebody right here who's in it. Yep. You trying to get into it. Right. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a perfect match, man. You both have something that you guys want. You both do. You just, the thing is, is like, like Vince has the, the be all, end all, the the, the, the years of experience of how to shoot, produce, and make mm -hmm. pro wrestling. Tony Khan is from the NFL background that no, he didn't even, it's in its blood. Right. And they they both want what's on each other's side, man. It makes sense for you guys not to work each I want to see, I want to see more joint ventures, man, because yes. shit, all Absolutely. the shits, it's not, it's not 1997 no more, man. That mm -hmm. Those those days of y'all pulling sevens and sixes, market share is over with it's yep. over with bro it's not gonna happen y'all gotta come together man it, it yeah it, it, it's time it's time i thought wwe was doing that when they were sending those surveys about the wwe network asking about would you like to see the one that got me was like would you like to see roh and impact on the wwe network i was like what the yeah yes right yes <laughs> check that box check that box uh but it, I mean, it's time. It's it, like, and I and I thought like the WWE Network was going to be the beacon for all pro wrestling, pro wrestling to be on. I thought that's where they were going with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, money talks, bullshit walks, and I know it's a money thing. Why they're not doing it? But it would be cool to actually see that. It'll be it'll be cool to actually see. Like, could you imagine? Like, it's basically them getting a second chance at failing what they did when they bought WCW. 
Exactly. Find AEW. You got a story. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I think, and I think that's the problem. Like Vince, Vince is Vince is an old school businessman. He's he's about he's about destroying the competition. If you and also if you look at if you look at what AEW is doing, like they're working with NWA. They mm-hmm. worked with Impact. Yep. The, the executive vice president of Impact mm-hmm. commentated on an AEW pay-per-view. Yep. They, those cats are open to working with everybody because they know they, they, know they ain't going to be or beat WWE at right. WWE's game. Right. So at the very least, hey, man, make the, make the product good for wrestling fans. Right. And I think right. that's and WWE's, going back to Vince being an old school businessman, Vince ain't the type of cat that's just like, look, I'm not going to split this bread with you. Right. At the end of the day, I want what you got. Mm-hmm. I want to just gobble up your properties yep. and I want that to be mine. The problem, yeah. the reason why ROH, Impact, and all them, they're, they're, so I'll, I'll say this, the reason why you have Evolve and you have, uh, 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 what was it, ICW, mm-hmm. all, the, all these smaller independent companies on WWE Network, because they ain't got the bread behind them. Right, you got the bread. It looks it, it's easy for WWE to take their shit and license. However, Impact has their own streaming streaming service. Mm-hmm. They hired they they put Jeff Jarrett in the Hall of Fame so they can get a little piece of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, yeah, Impact yeah. is owned by a big company. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor is owned by a television station yep. that owns like what seventy five percent of the local stations in America. Yep. They not about to just give up, and, and not, not only that. Ring of Honor is technically a DVD business, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. they, you know, basically they're in, they're, they have been in service of like selling their own videos and shit like that. Companies like that are going to be like, yeah, we'll show our shit on the network, but you're going to have to license my dude. You're going to have to break off that money. Mm-hmm. And Vince don't want to break off that money. Nah, you're not going to do that. Want it all for itself, man. It's just. But he got the money, though. He has the means. Like, he has the means to be like, yo, hey, man, I'll break you off a little of this money. I'll break you off a little of this bread. We'll both make bread off of this shit. Even, even if it's 80 20, you know, shit, you know, 75, 25. I don't care, man. Like, right. do something. Do yeah. something to make the business better for everybody. Mm-hmm. Another, another, and I don't know, we beating a dead horse here, but one of the things that I don't, I see what Vince is doing as a businessman and trying to start his own sports entertainment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I feel like WWE gets away from a lot of the tradition of pro wrestling and it yep. needs to be there with all the his, the, the history that they have. Yep. Like I see no reason why they don't, don't do anything with the NWA besides something that happened in the past. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, other than that, I don't understand like, like why they don't, have lineage. I know that they got enough to make their own lineage now, right? But the, but like, why they don't do anything with NWA or anything like that? I don't get it. I mm-hmm. I, I really don't understand that. You know, and it could be the way I don't know everything. Like this Triple H always say, "Who's always podcasters like our black asses up here talking about shit that we really <laughs> don't know nothing about?" Maybe they could have made it off of the NWA. NWA is like, no, fuck you. You tried, you took, you tried to take us out. We still here, motherfucker. We still here. Right, 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 right. Well, I what can't Cameron say, what Cameron say when, uh, doing 9-11, we still powering out, but we still here. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee uh, Smashing Smashing Pumpkins dude ain't telling them we still here. Fuck y'all. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure he's not saying that right now about NWA. <laughs> All right, man, we're going to move on in the news. We're going to stick with the AEW news right now. So we talked about the PWI uh, top 500 uh, a couple months ago. Blasphemous. So, so <laughs> PWI, PWI actually just came out with their inaugural top 10 tag team list. Uh, am, I, am I about ready to break something right now? Because it's about this going to be some bullshit, ain't it? Is this one pretty is this one pretty good or is it egregious like that fucking number I'll, one John Moxley bullshit? I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you decide. Oh, I'll let you decide this one. So there are some people, there are some this is this kind of a leaning spoiler. Alert. There are some people that do not agree, mainly in AEW. So, and I don't I don't know if the this is in the order, right? But okay. Uh, the top 10 tag teams of oh, they actually did a top 50 tag. Is this teams. of AEW of all of pro wrestling? This is of all the pro wrestling, okay? So, men and women, okay? So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna let you know right now, disclaimer some of these tag teams, some, some I may not know. Sure, we'll yep, <laughs> yep, right. So, here we go. All right, so, uh, the list that I have is FTR. I'm gonna assume this is in order, I'm gonna assume this in order, might not be. So, we got FTR. Okay, well, time out, time out, time out. Before you start, yep. how many mainstream tag teams are actually like, like off the top of your? Give me ten teams right now. You can think about. I was looking at the list. I'm Go. gonna say, oh, well, I got the list in front of oh, me. Okay, right <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll do it. Give me, give me ten tag teams. <laughs> yeah, ten tag teams. Off Go. Top. Okay, FTR, uh, uh, Miz and Morrison, mm. uh, New Day, uh, 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 Street Profits, uh, uh, Goddamn me. Uh, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Rue and motherfucking uh, uh, Dolph they just made that a makeshift. They shit. did just they made uh, that shit up. Um, see, I can't even think of fucking ten tag teams right there, right Goddamn. Uh, 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 you, you got party. Uh, you got party city. See, okay, go ahead. I'm just telling you. I don't. I saw things. I saw a private party. <laughs> yeah, I know a party called these parties. <laughs> I did call them party city. Call them niggas party city. <laughs> that's their name now. Every time I see them, I'm like, oh, that's party city, dog. Uh, uh, hey, boy, they gonna get mad as hell. We call them. They gonna get mad, bro. Party. We gonna sorry, be at that, we gonna be at that VIP with Dash again. It's like, hey, nigga, they gonna party city. Then we gonna have to fight for real. <laughs> we might. I was, I'm sorry, dog. That's just funny. If you, if you if you can't if you can't see why that's funny, dog, we just got to fight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> party city, hell no. All right, oh. but no. So so here's the list, though. Here's the list. All right. So we got FTR. We got uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Okay. We got the golden role models, who's Bailey and uh, uh, Sasha Banks. So they were they were on the list. Okay. We got the North, they and Impact. Okay. We got Street Profits. Okay. We got Gorillas of Destiny. Those are uh, Ming Sons out in New Japan. Okay. We got the Lucha Bros in right. AEW. Right. We got New Day. Right. We have the Kabuki Warriors with Oscar right. and uh, 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 old pirate chick that just left. Right. And uh, Rapongi 3K which right. is the tag team out in New Japan, right? right. So that was a top 10 list, right? Right. Uh, off the top of your head, who's the tag team in AEW that wasn't on that list that you think would be mad because they wasn't on that list? I don't know. I'll say it for you. 
Young Bucks ain't on that list, nigga. Yeah, they not. <laughs> and right. them niggas was mad. Right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So now I'm about to show my, just, I'm about to show my age, but I'm also about to show what what problem there is in professional wrestling. I couldn't mm-hmm. give you ten tag teams from right now. I can give you ten tag teams from twenty years ago, and I, yep. I probably could. No, you yeah. Got Brothers. You had Harlem Heat. You had American Males. You had uh, uh, earthquake and typhoon. You <laughs> natural had, disasters. Uh, you, you had the natural, yeah, the natural disasters. You had motherfucking goddamn. I just it just slipped the top of my head. You had a uh, road warrior animal, road warrior hog, RIP. You have you had them. You yep. had uh, uh, fucking uh, well, that's five. Maybe I can't. Maybe I don't pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got yeah, outside. Hey, shout, me, shout out to yeah, men, men on a mission. Yep. Men on a mission. You had them. Shout yeah. out to our boys, the Outsiders, now yeah. all in Nash, man. All in Nash. You had uh, 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 Billy and Bart smoking guns. That, shout the out smoking, with one of the most corniest fucking tag team. Smoking guns. <laughs> I love, they came out with little pistols. They was like, "Who doing that little shit?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you, quick. Stop I hate it. you, quick. Don't shoot that little shit no more. <laughs> you broke my nose, man. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot about I I forgot about smoking guns and the little yeah, cap guns. They was like, pop, 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 pop. yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, 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 Young Bucks was mad that they wasn't on uh, the top ten list, the PWI top ten. Mm. Uh, so Nick Jackson uh, said when he saw the list, he said, and I quote, "I sent Matt, my brother, a screenshot of the cover, and I was like, get out of here. This is a rib on us at this point." Oh. What do we get to prove? I think they're more into the K fight aspect of the listing. So if you see that, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have made the top 10 because we lost almost every big match that we had. Oh. So I guess if you go off that, it makes some sense. Ooh, my, my comment, my comment to that is yes, motherfucker, it's K fight. It's the right. pro, it's pro wrestling illustrated the magazine in K fight. Yeah. They have interviews in pro wrestling illustrated. That are kayfabe. They right. don't even talk to the motherfucker that they had an interview with. They be like, "Yo, we got this interview with John Moxley, and it said his favorite cake is is bunt cake." And John Moxley is like, "I don't like cake, nigga. What are you talking about?" That's Pro Wrestling <laughs> Illustrated. That's the that that is the way the magazine has always been. It's kayfabe, nigga. Yes, you're not on the tag team. Yes, you booked yourself to lose every big match you had, and now you're not on the kayfabe top tag team list, nigga. That has been another one of RVS's rants. There it is. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, man. Don't be butthurt about that, man. It's kayfabe is kayfabe, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta preserve the gimmick, brother. Preserve the gimmick, <laughs> you know, brother. Hey guys, hey, hey, young bucks. I know, I know, it's not my place to say this, but listen, guys, <laughs> stop, stop being marks for yourselves, man. Stop, stop being marks for yourself, bro. No, it ain't, it ain't cute. It ain't, it ain't cool. It ain't none of that, dog. <laughs> oh man. Uh, speaking of preserving kayfabe, did you watch that? Uh, Steve Austin and Undertaker documentary app. Yes. Boy, was yes. that good. Boy, that was, was a that great good. documentary. Which is, which is, I'm actually going to bring up the story. We're, we're bringing back our segment. I don't have to 
music here, but you can't spell wrestling by a little STL. And STL was at the forefront of this damn uh, documentary here. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Talked about his experience in a good old pay-per-view called the Elimination Chamber, which is held right here in St. Louis. Uh, he even said it, that it was in St. Louis. And mm -hmm. he... You know, he's walking, he, he's, now this is a side story. You need to watch this, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. Mm -hmm. Side story, The Undertaker had a conversation with this pyro motherfucker. Oh my people. gosh, that was my favorite part. <laughs> that was my favorite part. When they, asked, when they asked The Undertaker, what happened that night he got burnt up right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Continue. So The Undertaker, the Undertaker commits to tell this story about, you know, I talked to the pyro guy about two weeks ago before, you know, the pay-per-view. And I was telling him about my pyro and I was telling him that in a long, in a roundabout way, he told this nigga, yo, these motherfucking flames are too goddamn high. You need to turn these motherfuckers down. <laughs> hey man, you need to turn that, you need to turn that shit down, bro. You need to turn these shit, they, they too goddamn close. And you need to turn these motherfuckers <laughs> down, okay? Like, if, you, if you've seen Friday when Pinky get out the car and he said, look, nigga, you turn hitting the motherfucking corners too goddamn fast. You need to slow this motherfucker down. That was the Undertaker talking about in the story. <laughs> but but then the pyro guy was like, "Yeah, whatever, motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> so we so we fast forward two weeks later, and the Undertaker comes out. Now, mind you, he tells the story. This is the fucked up part about it. He tells the story. Yeah. That. He uh, was supposed to come out. He he, he had his jacket because uh, he was world heavyweight champion, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. he was. So he yep. was wearing. He had the, the he had big gold. So and he normally has this jacket that he normally wears where he zips up and it's sleeveless. It's mm -hmm. sleeveless. Yep. So he's and, and he's he's thinking all this two minutes before he's about to go out to fucking wrestle in the main event. Yep. So he's like, well, shit. I want people to see the belt. So let me change my coat. Now, mind you, shout out to him to bring an extra goddamn coat to the fucking ring. Bro, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a perfect that's a pro. That's that's an old yeah. school wrestler joint. Like, hey man, don't don't show up without your gear and don't yeah. show up without multiple uh, versions of your gear because you never know what's gonna happen. That's old school right there. That's so, old school. So Taker changes his his ring and he puts the coat and he has the belt because he wants people to see the belt. And then he said, literally. 10 seconds before he's about to go out there, he's thinking to himself, shit, I'm going to be in this goddamn pod for fucking 20 minutes. I'm the last one coming in. I don't want, I want to be loose and I want to be dry when I get out there here. Let me get some extra water and pour it on me, you know, just because I don't want to be in this pod for 20 minutes. So here comes Undertaker in his, all his glory, comes out and mother, what said motherfucker does is press the goddamn space bar a little too goddamn soon when this nigga Undertaker was in the fucking flame. Now, mind you, Taker said one he saw one come up and this nigga turned right and then this nigga proceeds to hit command alt and the fucking one on the right pops up. And so Undertaker runs as fast as he's possibly. I don't think I've ever seen this motherfucker ran a 4-4-3-40 getting to that motherfucker. That nigga was gone. So, so, that's, so side note, side note, of course, we, we mentioned this before, but we were there that night. Yes. We were, we were like- We were in attendance. We were in attendance and we were like straight off like- for We the, saw it. We saw I was it. like, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, I, I, like, I, I have a grainy- old cell phone video of that shit to yeah. this day 
yep. because I mean, number one, because cell phones, cell phone cameras wasn't shit back then. Yep, yep. But to this day, just like, oh man, this is cool. The Undertaker entrance, and then you just see his ass pew, run to the ring, and I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure I hear you say, oh shit, yeah, because <laughs> we didn't know so, what happened. We just saw the flame go whoosh. Yeah. So, people, so my so my. I'm pretty sure this pyro nigga got fired that night. Because Taker said, yo, either he needs to go or heads are gonna fucking roll. So I'm pretty uh, sure that nigga got fired. What Taker said, Taker said he was in a pod and, it, and the dude's handing him the water. He said, hey man, that motherfucking better not be backstage when I get out there. <laughs> he better not be back there. Just tell, tell his ass he better disappear. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so. Shout out to you, Taker, man, retiring. That means that now, uh, Mr. Hero and Mr. Nelson, you now have another person to bring on to the shenanigans. And boy, oh boy, I would love that he drinks some Jack Daniels and talks some St. Louis shit with the Undertaker. Because clearly <laughs> this motherfucker does not have good luck, good luck here at all. <laughs> I'm also, you know, Bad Blood wasn't terrible. You know, it, no, it, was, just, it was the debut of Kane. It was the debut of Kane. That. He showed that one as well. And it was yeah. a lot better then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Better. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, eventful things here in St. Louis, and I wouldn't mind drinking a shotgun jack. Cause boy, they was drinking like a fish, and all I could think about was us and shenanigans drinking, going head up with them. <laughs> yep, exactly. The whole time, I, I, I have, I have a liquor jack in the house, but I was like, man, I should have got a bottle. I would have took a shot with it. every time. I took a shot. I took a shot. <laughs> but you know, him and him and Nasher boys, so. Yep. Maybe, maybe one hey, you never know. It should happen. If we can get back outside at any yeah. point, you know what I'm saying? Goddamn wrong. Swigger beer for the working man. Swigger beer for the working man. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, well, while we're on the subject of The Undertaker, man, so even though you had a dope-ass prediction, didn't come true. Didn't come true. Didn't, didn't come, come true. true. We knew we knew it was gonna come true. They, didn't, they were gonna get that shit. <laughs> Overall, man, what were your thoughts on the Undertaker's farewell at Survivor Series? I thought I thought it was very well done. I thought it was very classy. It was to the point. The gunslinger is exiting stage left. He's rolling yeah. out in the sunset and he's done. However, <laughs> <laughs> a big ass however <laughs> you motherfuckers spend a half an hour on entrances and these niggas wasn't even in the ring when the taker got what the fucking point what was up with that shit what's just to say where are we here they didn't even say yo this is undertakers you literally had 15 motherfuckers hit their entrances i'm talking about from bsk i'm talking Savio vega godfather kevin nash Shawn michaels triple h they just did the entrances and then they did a B-roll Undertaker and them motherfuckers just gone. They was gone. What, 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 what? Okay, okay. Social distancing, I get it. All right, cool. But what was the point of even doing it? <laughs> like, again, like I, I agree with you 100%. Like, you know, the Undertaker's farewell itself was well done, very well done. But you literally just brought out a bunch of older dudes <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic that is Wait, hold on. very detrimental to older Wait, people. You know some of them motherfucking Titan Trons they had for some of them wrestlers they had to fucking do that night. And that they probably did that day and they did that shit in a Photoshop. 
You know they did. You know they and they put some, some sprinkles and some graphics in there to fucking. They probably do that open source shit that you use for this. I'm podcast. Say, they use they use they use the program I use for this podcast and put together the Godwin's entrance. They didn't have that Godwin's entrance on deck. They they use OpenShot to to, to 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 edit that. As a matter of fact, they called me to edit it and I was busy. Godwin's. Like the godless, watch the TV. <laughs> so, man, I'm watching British Bake Off, nigga. <laughs> Motherfucking godless. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, like, like I said, I, mean, I thought, I thought the farewell was well done. Yeah. You know, I, they could have, they could have done without everybody coming out. So, I think the cooler part of everybody being there was looking at everybody's social media. Shout out, shout out to uh, the homie Charles too. Yeah. Looking at his social media, looking at like Rikishi and all that, and just seeing them cast out kicking it. Yeah. I think Flair was with them. And like, they was at whatever hotel they were staying at, whatever bar they was in. So, you know, everybody being outside aside, it looked like it was only them at the bar. And I'm at least like, okay, cool. That's, that's fine. But to be in that room, to be in that room, drinking with those cats, man, oh man, man, oh man. Could you imagine? I can't, no. Could no. you imagine the no. stories that were told, no. No. the laughs that were had, no. the libations that no. were drank? No, no, like, <laughs> like we would literally have to do exactly what the fuck we did at fucking New Orleans to make sure we stayed in there. Cause we finessed that shit. <laughs> Cause ain't no way in the world we should have been. <laughs> We should not have. We should not have. So quick, okay, quick. We'll we'll say this. This is a quick non-Patreon story. Yeah. Right. Of one of the WrestleMania trips. So we were, you know, WrestleMania in New Orleans, the last WrestleMania we went to. Um, so a uh, a, a person who shall not be named, um, uh, this whole weekend he was just letting us know. He he was letting us know that he was the plug on everything, right? He was letting right, he, right. hey man, you know, holler at me, man. You know, I'm the plug. Okay, all right. So we we hit him up a few times on, on, on the plug, on, on the plug tactics, right? Right. And every time it was the, he, he was patting his pockets. Oh man, oh man, see what, what had happened. Uh, man, man, I thought I had uh. So, so being who we are, we know how to make things happen ourselves. Make, yeah, we do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So while a mania, you, you know, it was like, hey, I, I can get y'all backstage, pat his pockets. Once he got there, we got backstage. First thing he said is, how y'all get back here? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's when I knew, that's when I knew that this plug was not, it wasn't in the socket. This plug was not in the socket, bro. So we get to, uh, you know, we, we, we link up with Nash at the party, like, I guess the day before, a couple days before. Yep. So, you know, we kick it with him. Everything's all good. The night of WrestleMania, we, uh, we, so we find out the hotel that the party's at. Right. So because our plug was not in the socket, we said, <laughs> Hey man, we gonna, we gonna make moves up there and we gonna, you know, we gonna do what we do. We gonna right. see what we got. So we get up there. Is you know it's it's they they got the security got the whole thing on lockdown. We got suits on. We you know we we dress. We suited and booted. Right. So they're kicking anybody with a wrestling shirt on that don't have a fuck room key. Out. The yeah. Fuck out the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Clean out the hotel. 
So security, and there's another credit. Security was a brother when he came yeah, up to us. he was. He was a brother. He, yeah. he saw us, we had on suits, and he said, oh, you know, how, how are you? He, he, had on his, he had on his white voice. He, he right. had on the, the, the motherfucker, y'all talking about Brandy Rose. He had on that voice. <laughs> <laughs> he had on that voice, because he didn't walk up like, hey, what's up, nigga? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and y'all niggas staying here? Y'all niggas staying here? <laughs> Y'all niggas stand here. Was so fucking nice ass Marriott. It better not be no digger in there talking about y'all niggas stand here. I'll fucking report your ass and get 50,000 points and a platinum membership on God now. And I don't know who NM is. <laughs> so, so, so my man walks up. He was like, uh, excuse me, fellas. Uh, uh, can, can, may I see your room keys? And we were just like, oh man, you know, we, you know, we don't, we're not staying here at the hotel. He was like, oh man, okay, okay, well, you know, that's fine. Uh, so we're we're telling. So this is what he says. He said, well, we're telling everyone mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they need to uh, not be in this area, mm-hmm. this this area right here, right here. Uh, you know, so we're we're gonna do a lap, and right. we'll be back in fifteen minutes. And, and I so, just ask so, that you all are not in this area, yeah, right here. And so then his black came out. So. To repeat what I just said, I'm gonna be back here in five minutes. <laughs> Don't be here when I get back. <laughs> that's all. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> because, because also, uh, so so the dude had had the little microphone on. Yeah. You could tell that his manager or whoever could hear what he was saying. Yeah. So that's why he said it the way he said it. He was talking yeah. to the microphone like, uh, "Don't be right here when I get back." Right. He was like. <laughs> Okay, we we got you. Got so you. of course, being who we are, there's a bar right over there. Right over there. Right we over there. there. And I actually was hungry. And oh yeah, we was we was hella hungry. We actually <laughs> was hella hungry. We was hella hungry. So we so, mosey on into the bar. I'll let you pick it up right there. So we go on the bar, chill like we normally do, just chilling. Uh, and let me you, this is this is the uh, uh, damn, I can't remember what it was. New Orleans. It was New Orleans. Wasn't it, it was New Orleans. Yeah. We're chilling in the bar. Here comes fucking Roman Reigns into the fucking bar. Yep. <laughs> Roman Reigns comes to the bar. Dude, big as a motherfucker. Uh, he ain't no small dude. He ain't no small motherfucker. <laughs> he ain't no small dude. Uh, uh, I don't know if he saw us sitting at the bar and then he turned around and left. <laughs> <laughs> well, he kind of did. So, so we're sitting at the bar, but like everybody else sitting at the bar has like suits, blazers, sports coats, all that on. And like, I slowly just kind of like listening to people's conversation. I started realizing, oh, these are like the television people that work for WWE. These are like yeah. producers and shit. These are like yeah. all of these cats. So I think he, he did one of those, like, you kind of look around like, hey man, can I get really drunk here? Oh, no, nah, it's a bunch, oh, a bunch of the suits are here. I gotta go back. He left. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's how I interpret it. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So, uh, Kevin Dunn walks in in this WrestleMania fucking jumpsuit that you can't you can't <laughs> only get on fucking uh, fucking eBay. You cannot find this bitch. No, in fact, I think he's the only one that has one of these motherfuckers. On he got to be. He got to be. And he walks in. He chills at the bar, and I'm and I'm like, Ray, is that fucking Kevin Dunn? He's like, Yeah, it's fucking Kevin Dunn. And then Kevin I don't know Dunn, where. The, Kevin Dunn, the executive producer of WWE. Yeah, Vince yeah. is right hand man. Yep. <laughs> just sitting there. If my, my in contact you want. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, so, so then after that, fucking Nash walks his ass in here. <laughs> he sees us. Like, man, I just come down here to get a bottle, man. What's up? 
Man, we shot the shit with Nash to fucking 4 30 in the morning. <laughs> four, four, and listen, the bar, the bar closed at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Bar but midnight. Shout out, shout out to that bartender, number one. Shout yeah. out to that bartender. Because that bartender was just like, and it might have been, so we might have had the goodwill of the rest of the people sitting yeah. at the bar. Because yeah. when we sat down at that bar, he was just like, hey man, you know, whatever y'all want. We was like, man, what time you close? He was like, eh, don't worry about it. What y'all want? Oh, cool. We was like, yeah. oh, I bet. Hey, uh, let me get like y'all kitchen still open. I mean, our kitchen closed in five minutes, but what y'all want? Uh, hey man, let me get some wings. Bet I got you. Right. Yeah. That dude got a that dude got a good ass tip that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And now here come Nas come down buying a whole bottle of red wine. <laughs> yeah, he came to, he he came down to buy a bottle of wine and take it back to the room. But we came in and saw us. He was like, "Well, shit, I guess I'm chilling." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. Kevin Nash is the I don't give a fuck when nobody say that is. The homie and shout out to the dude. I'm a little salty. I'm a little salty. I'm a little, just a little bit salty. To the dude that just did a fucking interview with Kevin Nash not too long ago. And Kev, that was not us. That was please don't think that that was us. That was not one of us. You was, that was supposed to be that was like I was both ours. That was both ours because we should have been first. <laughs> no, it's no, it's all no, it's all it's good. Cool, that was it was a dope it was a dope interview, man. I ain't yeah. I, I, it was a dope interview, man. It, it was, was super dope. Now 2021, yeah, yeah. I'm 2021 working on that. Yeah. Working on getting Kevin Nash right here. Yes, um, we coming for you, Pat. Get, we coming for you, Cass. He could be the rotating third. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So we're gonna move on. So we got uh, a big a big wrestling event coming up uh, this week. It'll actually probably be off by the time this airs. But we got AEW uh, Winter is Coming okay. edition of Dynamite on okay. Wednesday. Okay. Right? Right. So, it's, it, so it's, it's actually called... So this is interesting. I didn't realize this, but it's actually called Winter is Coming because Game of Thrones, HBO, AEW are all owned by Warner Media, Right. Huh. Right. So Warner Media, we talked about this a few episodes ago, where Warner Media wants to cross over all of their properties, all of them shits. So literally, literally, they was just like, "Bet we gonna take, we gonna take this Game of Thrones shit. We gonna use it to promote the wrestling shit." So we probably gonna see some AEW. You know what? You know what? This is this is this is gonna fuck you up. You might be mad. You might be mad. Remember that HBO show you talking about? WWE should do. Guess who could do it because they actually own by the same company? Yeah, they could. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't think about that until just yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't think about that too. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn. You're right. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. So the big story and the big match in AEW that night is for the world, AEW World Championship is John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. So the big match, the big match that we're all waiting for, they had they had an unsanctioned match uh, uh, like last year, right? But because it was unsanctioned, and they're playing this up in the storylines because it was unsanctioned, it ain't count. Right. It ain't count towards neither one of their wins, neither one of their losses. Right. So we got John Moxley, reigning, defending champion, versus the returning cleaner, right? Heel. Yeah. I say this heel. Yeah. Kenny Omega. Yep. Man, what you got in this match? What you got on this match? I'm going with the Omega Man, dog. Uh, I think Omega's going to be taking Moxley out in decisive faction. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard Moxley's about to go back over to New Japan and defend that United States belt. Uh, but what better yeah. way to write him off than to have something crazy happen with Kenny Omega? I have 
Kenny Omega winning by something shocking that we didn't expect. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Something I think lines it, of like if Seth Rollins were to show up and fucking curb stop and type shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Seth Rollins is, uh, you know, he, he sacrificed himself for the greater good in Survivor Series. So I don't know. He might have really sacrificed himself. He goes, he be like, oh my God, Tyler Black is in AEW. Like, whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck? That's a game changer. They can't. There's a couple of guys in WWE that will click, that will. Flip the channel to me to watch AEW, and he's one of them. He is yeah. one of those people. If he were to go over there, I'd, and you keep it quiet, and I just cut the TV on, and Tyler Black's on fucking AEW, you have my attention. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So yeah, I got, I gotta agree. I gotta agree with Kenny Omega winning because they got to do something. They got to, they got to put Kenny where uh, he was supposed to be in AEW. Yeah. Now, I will say that with the caveat that. If Kenny loses, then he does something crazy. So what they might do, what they might do is um, they have a pay-per-view in either January or February, right? Mm -hmm. They might have Kenny Omega lose, mm -hmm. flip out, do some real crazy shit, like right. just beat the shit out of John Moxley. So then that way he's out. Okay. And then basically like, yo, I, I need the championship. I need the champion. Like I'm, you know, I was number one contender, blah, blah, blah. They might even throw in another, like, tournament or something shit like that. Right. He cheats the whole way through, just keep hitting people with chairs, beating them up, all that shit. Right. Then he gets the title shot at the first pay-per-view in January, and then wins that one. Okay. So, we'll see. I, AEW, AEW is known for telling some long-term storylines. Mm. So, we'll see. Okay. We'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But I got I got Kenny Omega ultimately become an AEW champion. Heel. <laughs> AEW yep. champion. It's about time they start reaping the benefits of his investment. Like he's been there. Yeah. He's been there yep. long enough. It's time to unleash him, get him out yep. there. It's kind of like Kenny Omega to me is like if if Finn Balor now were to go back to the main roster. Yes. Finn Balor exactly. goes Monday Night Raw now. Watch the fuck out. <laughs> yes. Right. And I told I told I told Cass for a long time. The Finn Balor that was in on the main roster was not the Finn Balor in New Japan. And this is the common thread. This is a common thread between Kenny and Finn Balor. Those, those cats in New Japan were monsters. Yeah. yeah. They were problems. Yeah. yeah. Like when they got in, when they got into matches, it wasn't like 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 Finn Balor was like tearing cats heads off. Kenny Omega was the same way. You know, saying they can't, they came over to the U.S. and for whatever reason, I. So I'll say this, I'll say this, man. I don't, I don't stay up and in tune to New Japan, especially not now because a lot of the cast have left and, and things, things of that nature. But the one thing that them cats do better than anybody else mm -hmm. is you can drop in on a New Japan match, right? And you don't need to know what else went on. Yep, that's true. You don't need to know nothing else. Yeah. Like that, like the match that you're watching will tell you not only the story of what's happening in the match, but you know, with English commentary and all that shit, they'll tell you the story of everything that just happened. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny Omega and, and uh, uh, Okada had three matches mm -hmm. all centered around the fact that Okada was too tall for Kenny Omega to do his finishing move on. Wow. Nigga, what? Are you kidding me? That, that, that's, that's all the story was about. It was like, yo, Kenny Omega's the biggest star. Okada's the champion. We go face them two together. Kenny Omega put him up on his shoulders and couldn't couldn't grab him and put him in one wing angel. That yeah. was the story. 
That was yeah. the whole story. So they had three matches until Kenny Omega was actually able to do the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. And it's simple. And that it's simple. It's very simple. simple. They still believe in wrestling, in yep. wrestling in Japan. You know yep. what I'm saying? Not sports entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, man, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, man. So I think it's about that time. Uh oh no. I think it's about oh, that time. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> literally. Literally. Now, wait a minute. So before we jump into it, because I already know where this is going. And y'all already know where this is going. <laughs> So before we jump into it, we gonna talk about we gonna talk about Tyson versus Roy Jones. So let's talk let's talk about the main event of that uh, boxing event right now. Tyson versus Roy Jones, man. What you think? <laughs> um, I thought it was exactly for what for what it would it should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh I was imp- I was I was satisfied yep. for what for for a fifty year old Roy Jones Jr. And a fucking fifty-four-year-old Mike Tyson. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Yep. Looking like two motherfucking uncles fighting at a motherfucking barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. But it was entertaining. It was good as fuck. It was yeah, good. it was. Yeah, man. Like, look, it wasn't a bad fight for two fifty-year-olds. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, I like, I was like, man, I ain't gonna watch this, dog. This is gonna be sad. It's gonna be terrible. But. What I was glad about, and one of the things that I, you know, I was thinking about Roy, you know what I'm saying? Roy is so dope. Roy was in his prime was one of the best, pound for pound, one of the best, right? The thing that I kept thinking about was, they kept saying Roy ain't fought in three years. There's a reason why he ain't fought in three years. Cause them last, (laughs) them last four or five fights was rough, bruh. When the fact, when Roy lost that speed and he was still doing that, put your head out there trying to move. Oh, he right. couldn't move. He couldn't no, move as fast. Yeah. He's getting his ass knocked out. Yeah, I thought, I, I, <laughs> and I think, uh, I thought I was worried about him. I thought if if he would have got plastered or even touched up on by Mike, yeah. uh, like even a little bit, it was going straight. You're going to the hospital. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. You probably went to the hospital anyway with them fucking body shots from Mike. It, it's oh still my gosh, it's he's not. Like yeah, yeah. He's Mike, not having Mike. fun. <laughs> Which I think the funniest, the funniest line that I saw when um oh damn, what's that announcer that that uh the uh the, the announcer that not 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 Mar- Marl, but the, about, uh, Israel Israel Adesanya. No, not Israel. The guy that actually actually come he actually uh does the the uh, uh 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 the interviews in boxing, but oh, anyway, um, um, uh, Gray, uh, something Gray, uh, uh, uh Jim Gray, Jim Gray, yeah, Jim, Jim Gray, as uh he's talking to Roy Jones Jr. He's like, yeah, so Roy, was there at any moment in time where you was in this preparing for this fight that you were worried about, you know, the the strength and power of Mike Tyson? Then Mike Tyson said, wait a minute, wait a minute. This motherfucker right fought three years ago. I ain't fought in 15 years. How come everybody always worried about him? Why y'all not worried about my ass? Why y'all always worried about him? Oh, <laughs> man. That was, like, but, he's like, so Mike, you're, but you're a guy. He's like, no. He's like, no, I'm not a guy. I'm a beginner. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't fought 15, 16 years. I'm a beginner. <laughs> 
also, also from that post fight interview where Mike Tyson was like, yeah, man, yeah, man, me and Roy, man, we about to get out there again. And Roy looked at him like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they asked Roy, they said, hey, man, you gonna fight again? This well, motherfucker said, I'm gonna have to go, ask, I'm gonna go have to ask Pensacola. Wait a minute, how you asking a whole city? <laughs> He said, "Oh my God, to go ask Pensacola, not not his wife, not, not, his, not wife. his kids, not his kids, not even his only two. I gotta ask the city. Hey, y'all, what you think? Yeah, don't take your ass back. <laughs> he not he didn't even ask Vladimir Putin with his with his dual Russian citizenship. Which shout out to everybody that didn't know that Roy Jones is a dual Russian U.S. citizen. I did so not know he, that. I yeah, did not know oh, that. Yeah, so when he said, in that interview, when he said, uh, he was like, yeah, shout out to all my Russian folks. And people was like, Russian? Right. Jones got his Russian citizenship in, uh, t- what, 2011? What the fuck he doing over there? I don't boxing. know. Maybe he's boxing. Was he boxing? He might have been boxing over there. Okay. He might have been, he he been over there boxing. And they might have yeah. said, hey, man, you got to get a citizenship to come over. Like, he right. might have did that to, uh, uh, like, shortcut the visa, the yeah. word visa and all that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But uh, <laughs> he said he got to go, go, go ask Pensacola. He gonna go to Pensacola, Florida, City Hall, and he gonna go up there and be like, "Uh, hey, hey y'all, uh, y'all think y'all think I should fight again?" It's gonna be so. It's gonna be a clerk like. Here, you know, we want to know why we're watching Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. in twenty in the land, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty. It's not because of the fucking COVID virus. It's not because it. It's because motherfucking Floyd Mayweather left HBO and Floyd and Roy Jones Jr. don't have his job no more. That's, That's why he's in there at fifty four years old, fucking fighting Mike Tyson. Still fighting Mike ain't no Tyson. business fighting no motherfucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> Come on, man. Man, just- it's, Larry Mer- it's Larry Merchant's fault. If Larry Merchant would have asked the fucking interview to ask the right questions, Floyd Mayweather would have never left. HBO would still be in business to this day. Yep, yep. <laughs> they so they did so. Shout out, shout out to the Larry Merchant interview. Uh, just how he comes out for those who are unfamiliar. Larry Merchant is the the that really really old motherfucker that come out <laughs> after a boxing match and asks some I old ignorant I ass questions. Like so, 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 how does it feel that in the fourth round, when you got knocked on your ass, how did it feel to hit the mat, even though you prepared to not fall? <laughs> and then he hold the, did he did he hold the mic to their face like? <laughs> and then Floyd was one day like, you know what? I'm gonna let you go talk to Victor Ortiz. You know what? You'll never give me a fair shake. HBO need to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> and then this old motherfucker commences to say, I wish I was 50 years younger and I kicked your ass. And for you, you ain't gonna no, do No, you wouldn't. No, you, you would get your, you, if you were 50 years younger, you would get your 275-year-old ass beat. Larry Merchant. So big, old, decrepit, dilapidated ass. Shout out to New Jack. Get your ass <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, so shout, shout out to the main event, man. I like I said, it was it was a fun, it was actually a fun night. I mean, I, I gotta say this too. I gotta say this about the commentary team. Israel Adesanya, he was fun. Man, yeah, my favorite moment from Israel was Marl was talking about how it was an exhibition match and how it wasn't no knockouts and all that. 
my man Israel said, man, fuck that shit. This is about to be a fight. <laughs> I, I have never been so happy to hear commentators <laughs> talk about anything in my life. Well, he said, man, fuck that shit. I was like, yes. Yes. That fool Morrow thought he was in a hostile environment with JBL. He literally had Snoop Dogg and Israel talking fucking savagery to his ass. And, and Sugar and Sugar Ray Leonard just sitting there chilling like the Godfather. Yeah. Like, yes, 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 yes. They would ask him questions. He would pause and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'd get back out there. I, I'd get back out there. You know, you know I'd, I'd throw a couple hands. You know? <laughs> Cause you know he probably still got hands too. Yeah, yeah. But so here, so let the elephant in the room. I'm going to ask you because I have to bring it around from from to wrestling. I'm going to bring it around. <laughs> you ever see Canada's own Brock Lesnar joining the Legends ring and getting Ooh. his head locked, knocked the fuck out? Wait, in boxing? Yes. I could get the brakes beat off of him. Yes, Are you would. crazy? Yeah, he would get knocked the fuck out. He would get Brock, knocked the fuck out. Brock is a wrestler, not a pro wrestler. He is a actual wrestler. Yeah. He ain't got hands like the, no. the hands that he got is just the fact that his hands are this big, right. the size of ham hocks. Right, right. Could, all right. All right. So here's the question. <laughs> would would Jake Paul beat Brock Lesnar ass in boxing? The YouTube, the YouTube dude, would Jake Paul beat his ass? Boxing rules. Boxing rules. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Brock don't have no chin, bro. He don't have I, no chin. Now, my, I'm not gonna say this. Listen, people. I'm not gonna go up to Brock Lesnar and say this shit to his face. I'm not <laughs> stupid. I'm not a dumb oh, nigga. I don't do now. I don't just do things just to do. Come on, I got a little more sense than that. What the fuck? Am I doing? Hey, Brock. Yeah, hey, motherfucker. You get your ass. I'm dead. Don't no, fuck <laughs> me. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. I ain't ready to fight. No, fuck that. No, no. But <laughs> just saying, from watching Brock in the he does, in the UFC, he doesn't have a chin. I'm just no, saying. no. I mean, well, he showed it the one time when he fought. Uh, I think that was Frank. Frank was it Mir for the second time? Yeah, that was Frank Mir for the second time. Yeah, and he he he, he had a chin then. Yeah. Then uh, that motherfucker uh, Kane Blasquez punched him one time, and mm -hmm. yeah, Alistair Overing kicked him in the stomach, and uh, yeah. Yeah, um, that was it. Oh man, I don't think. And then, yeah, and then, and then he did a little bit. He did a little bit of steroids, just just a little bit of steroids. And then he came back. He won, but he did a little bit of steroids. They said that wasn't okay. It was too many steroids. Just a little, oh, little bit was too much. The pictogram of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of pictogram, well, I think it's about that time, isn't it? <laughs> it's about that time. All right, it's about that time for real, for real, right now. <laughs> so if you haven't been living on the rock here we come for you cast we give out an illustrious illustrious award and for the time being this illustrious award is changing call signs for the inaugural third time so yes. we originally <laughs> called this award the you fucked up you know your ass is doomed award uh how do you get said award it's really quite simple if you're in the realm of professional wrestling and you do some dumb shit we are the motherfuckers that tell you about yourself so mind you, in the year of our Lord 2020, uh, the, the, during a global pandemic, uh, <laughs> we follow a fighter, a prestigious UFC fighter, MMA fighter, uh, uh, that decides in the middle of a global pandemic to get in his car in mid-daylight in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and decides to get a DWI. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, what is this fuck? 
supposed to get drunk and stay at home. You know why? Because everybody's supposed to stay at home. He said, you know what? I'm going to do one better. I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to drive. I'm going to go outside. Even though, cause I'm going to go outside. You know why? Because nobody can go outside. But I can't. But, but I, I can't go outside, but nobody can go outside. So we decided to request the the you fucked up, you know, your ass is doom award to the John Joseph Freedom Memorial Award. <laughs> so we fat, so now we backtrack a less than about 48 hours ago, and we decide to watch the Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson boxing fiasco. <laughs> and in the co-main event is what's the guy's name? Joe Josh Jake 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 Paul. Jake YouTuber Paul. Jake Paul. Jake YouTuber Jake Paul, but he has a professional boxing record. He's knocked someone out. He's one and oh professionally as a boxer. Well, time out. Time out. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he fought another motherfucker on YouTube in his yeah, first professional yeah, fight. Yeah, well, to be fair. well, well, this don't make it any better. He decides to fight uh uh, Want to be boxer because he wants to do this for the culture and his family. He decides that he he wants to do other things, but he decides to fight Nate Robinson. And Nate Robinson puts this on all the black people, his kids, everything you can think about, and proceeds the NBA, to NBA, and he proceeds to gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Cold. I mean, I mean, this motherfucker is sleep. So we now have requested the, the John Jones's Memorial Freedom Award to the Nate Robinson Presents Night Quill Award. Okay. <laughs> now, 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 I will, so here's my, here's my proposal. Here's my proposal. So, so for this award, for the Nate Robinson Presents Night Quill Award, I will propose this. This has to, it has, because it has to be another level of, yeah, of, of, of the awards, right? Because yeah, we're going to yeah. keep this award around. Yeah, but yeah. This has to be for the person who simultaneously gets the John Jones and the On God Nim Award. He gets a bubble. He get, the person. He gets two person, awards. He gets two awards and he changes the name of the one he won. And he gets two awards in one because you have to think about this. Not only, not only. Did he fuck up and know his ass was doomed? But he said that he was gonna beat this dude <laughs> for his brothers in the NBA, for athletes across the world, and most importantly, his own children. He said everything but on God, Nim. And I don't even know who Nim is. Nate Robinson, the Nate Robinson Presents NyQuil Award is for the really egregious motherfucker that somehow gets the John Jones's Freedom Memorial Correction. Award. Correction. And Correction, it's the Nate Robinson Egregious Award. That's yes. what it is. The, <laughs> the, Nate, the, Nate the Nate Robinson Egregious Award is for the person who gets the John Jones Award and the All God Name Award yeah, at the all, same damn time. <laughs> this is so this award is so bad it'll be kind of, it's kind of like the john jones award where a wrestler ain't even got like the wrestler ain't getting the inaugural one he got that inaugural one and okay okay so to make it worse to make it worse 
Oh, let's talk about all the people who've been caping for Nate Robinson <laughs> over, the, over the past few days. So everybody, everybody, everybody. So we're gonna have to we just gonna have to put some people up on the summer jam screen. Real quick. Everybody. <laughs> We're going to have to put some people on the summer jam screen real quick. Oh, shit. Everybody. So, so before, I, before I put this up, oh, man, oh. she might have she she deleted it. She might have deleted oh. it. Uh, no, here it goes. Here it is. So first first up on the summer jam screen. Oh, no. Is, I don't even know why she was caping for him because, oh. you know, she got, she got her own husband. And she's also uh, not looking for the the gaze of other men but mad because <laughs> other dudes don't say she attractive aisha curry gets on the summer jam screen oh no no right after right after the ko she says and i quote uh straight face don't care about the ko i just think it's cool to see someone trying something new and stepping out of their comfort zone that's dope and inspiring. No, you don't no. have to be just one thing. I never want to live a life where I look back and say I didn't try something I wanted. So, so Aisha, let me ask you a question. This was my reply. You got four. Nothing else to be said. <laughs> Aisha Curry, but why are you caping for him so hard? Oh shit! Why are you caping for him? Your husband didn't even cape for him that hard. Your oh, husband shit. made jo- your husband, Steph Curry crack jokes. Show the fuck did nigga said, and then said on Twitter, and then Ray Robinson said on Twitter, "I'm about to shock the world," and this nigga Steph Curry is after the knockout said, "Yeah, where's the line?" It's something I, like that. I see no lies. <laughs> oh man. You know what though? Okay. The only thing I'm getting a shout out to Nate Robinson is that his he woke he eventually woke up. Eventually woke up. Because he didn't die. <laughs> he eventually woke up and he commenced to go back into the chat room where he was infinitely roasted. By every person. Yes. <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was in that group me chat chat room. Oh my, see, oh the, my god! The, the NBA group me. Potter in that shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. The NBA group me. <laughs> yes, the NBA group me. Oh. Can no. you imagine being in? I wish somebody. Does, if anyone has set out those passcodes, hey, whoever is the administrator of that group, me let us in. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just want screenshots, man. You ain't got. Like, hey, they never sell access to this for dollar ninety nine a minute, and probably make a killing on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. They'd be like the old one nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. I just want I just want to see all the shit that all the NBA cats was talking, man. Cause you know they were. They had oh, to be. Man. Yeah. They had to be. Building him a new grave. <laughs> ain't no grave. Go hold my body down. <laughs> ain't no grave. Hold my body down. There were so many, there were so many opportunities for the Undertaker to just walk out somewhere. <laughs> that was one of them. 
think about if 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 Jake Paul knocked his ass out, he was laying there and it was doom. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I think I would have. I think I would have died too. I think I would have been. I would have been done. I'm like I can't. I wouldn't even watch the main event. I'm like yo, I'm done, man. They just had the Undertaker come out when Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out. Jake Robinson, that knockout has set our culture back 400 years. Oh my god. <laughs> You can't say, like, he ain't learned nothing from Deontay Wilder. You can't say <laughs> that you're going to do something for the culture and did, and did lose. But you can't. Oh, you can't. Man. You cannot. Oh. Well, we have a first here on the show, y'all. This, I know he, he, he's the first non-wrestler to get this. He has nothing to do with pro wrestling. We just, nothing. We're doing our so we, we, we would lose credibility as black African Americans to not touch on this t- topic right now. We had to. Okay. It's, like, it's wrestling adjacent, man. If you don't like it, I don't know, man. Justin, like we we would lose our credibility as black men to not discuss this on a podcast right now. It has nothing to do with wrestling, but you I mean, we we had to. Like everyone else is doing it. So hey. Hey, hey man. <laughs> You'll be all right. Anyway, <laughs> so we can't get out of here without highlighting. Pick us back up, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> highlighting a black person doing that like thing. Doctor that picked his ass up Saturday night. <laughs> side note, side note. I was watching it with my wife, and we got knocked out. She was just like, "Uh, so Howard, how are they gonna get him back up?" <laughs> I bet you die after she said. I was, I was crying. No, no, I what hurt crying. me? No, okay, we're just gonna play it. I'm just give me. Oh, a you got yeah. to. We, we just, I just gotta, you got to. gonna play it. We just, just, just one more time, y'all. I know you've all seen it. We've, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. But we, we'll just for one more time. One more time, y'all. This is it. Now I'm, and we're done watching it. Hold on, let me see. Just one, one more again. One more again. We got, yeah. Because the audio has to be played, man. This, yes. this. You this got to. by far is some of the funniest shit I think I've ever heard on fucking uh, on-demand television. I'm <laughs> being completely fucking honest with you. This shit made no sense, nigga. Snoop Doggy Dog is the fucking funniest motherfucker I've ever heard on fucking comedy. This oh nigga God. needs to record a whole bunch of shit. Yes. This shit, where is it? Come on, where are you? You YouTube, please don't fail me. Y'all didn't take it down yet, did you? Did y'all take it down yet? That's the Miz and did they take it down? RBS, I think they took it down. Wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, well, have you seen the one where he had the rings from Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He got the rings knocked out of him. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I think they took it down. Oh. They took it down. You gotta be kidding me. But hey, shout out to shout out to Marl Ronaldo and Snoop Dogg, man. I want them to be they I, I tweeted this too, man. They like the new JR and King, bro. Yeah. They need to, yeah. they need to, they that, that's the commentary team we need somewhere. AEW, WWE, shit, boxing. Hey man, yeah. them two need to commentate everything. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold the hold up. Come on, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, is this it? Oh, yes, this is it. Okay. Let's go ahead and watch this in this entirety. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, good people. Here we go. (laughs) 
Bramble's head, and I'm right up in front of you oh, now. Look at that like a oh, right. And there's Jack Paul popping him with the right hand, but they continue to clinch. And, and they say protect yourself at all times. Don't they what they say? Oh. You bet you. Oh! Jake Paul caught Nate Robinson of the way. Good night, Irene. Robinson. Mercy. Seven. He's holding the back of his head. He, get, he got hit in the ear. To the hurt business. Oh, shout out to the hurt business. You can play basketball, you can play football, but one thing you can it's two things you can't play. You can't play boxing, you can't play with this You can't play boxing, you can't play with this Ron always in charge. I like when he wears the pointer. When he wears the pointer, he likes the office. Man. Oh, man. Snoop. Dog. Hey, man. Snoop is a national treasure. He might have found his second career, man. That's just commentating, just saying the craziest shit. Man, this is this is like fifty fifth career right here. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, why are you telling us your cousin was fucking funny, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I knew. Sorry, so this is this is a deep cut right here. This is gonna show my age too. I knew Snoop was hilarious when he had that MTV show Doggy Frizzle Televizzle, shit. when he was doing those sketch comedy shits. <laughs> <laughs> he had that one. Where uh, it was supposed to be jackass, but it was black ass. So the jackass cast was doing shit. He was like, "Man, I ain't about to do that shit with my black ass." <laughs> so then he saw he saw Steve on there. He's like, "Hey man, watch this. Watch this. This this is what we gonna do. This is our jackass shit." So he walked up to some cops, <laughs> and they was holding coffees and donuts. He walked up to it. He's like, "Man, fuck y'all! Not the coffees out of the hand and ran." <laughs> That's what I do. Snoop was hilarious. Those, those were the glory days of fucking MTV. Okay, we getting off top. I we getting way off topic, man. I know this is a wrestling podcast, but like I said, we're we're doing we would do ourselves a disjustice, and we would lose credibility as black males in this country if we did not discuss the Nate Robinson situation. I'm sorry, it man. had to be discussed. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I side note, I would not be surprised if. WWE just did something on TV. If they did something on Monday Night Raw that had anything to do with Nate Robinson, I, I'm, I'm, they get, they get the, they get the most, the, most, the best show of the year this year. <laughs> Flat so, out. I know I talk. Now listen, mind you, I've been talking bad about Raw all year long. If they follow up on some Nate Robinson shit, Raw was the best show of the year. 
Hey, all, all I'm gonna say is this, 1990s Vince McMahon would do some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, 2020, would. let's see if 2020 Vince McMahon is the same guy. I doubt it, I doubt it. I doubt all right, all right, man, we gotta, before we get out of here, we gotta focus on one black pro wrestler that's out here in the world of professional wrestling doing their thing. That's called the I'm Black Y'all segment. Sir. So for this I'm Black Y'all segment, we gonna go back to AEW. This brother literally just had a, a, a really big week in AEW um, because he joined Team Taz, okay. which, which is uh, uh, Taz, of course, right. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Okay. So the storyline had been, they had been trying to get this brother to join for a while. He kind of came up, he was on AEW Dark for a while. He came up to uh, Dynamite, main roster, whatever, right. uh, with John Moxley. He was supposed to team with John Moxley and fight against uh, Murderhawk and a bunch of other cats. Then uh, 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 Murderhawk, no, was it Moxley? No, Moxley got the Rona, or okay. Mo- Renee had the Rona, so Moxley could show. Oh, also, shout out to uh, 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 John Moxley and Renee. They're expecting yeah. their first child. Hey! Uh, John Moxley like casually said that shit in the middle of an intense ass promo when he's talking about beating Kenny Omega's ass. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to get a kid. <laughs> right. He was just like, he was just like, look, man, I'm gonna beat your ass. I got a kid on the way. I ain't about to take no shit. That was that was the extent of the promo. <laughs> don't fast forward that shit, nigga. Yeah, what what yeah. was that? <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, what you say? He's like, he's like, got pregnant wife at home, so I'm gonna beat your ass and go home. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so the rest of we talk about shout out to Will Hobbs, also also recently requested as Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay. So big big ass dude. He is a American professional wrestler currently signed to AEW under the name Powerhouse Hobbs. He is known for his work on the independent scene, most notably All Pro Wrestling and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Now, side note: if you got Fight TV, I, I've never actually watched it, but I've uh-huh. seen. I've seen, like, as I was flipping through Fight TV, I've seen Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Right. I, like, I never watched it. It looked like it's probably fun, though. It's, it's had, like, Scorpio Sky. It's had a lot of niggas on it. Okay. Like, Will Hobbs, Scorpio Sky, a bunch of cats. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out one day and report back. It kind of remind me of, like, a cleaner urban wrestling federation. <laughs> 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 to, to be honest. <laughs> but... Hobbs made his professional wrestling debut on July 18, 2009 at APW's Gym Wars under the name Will Rude. Okay. He was unsuccessful to win their battle royal to determine the number one contender for the APW Worldwide Internet Championship. During his time at APW, he held the Worldwide Internet Championship three times and won the APW Tag Team Championship three times. Oh, shit. With Marcus Lewis okay. under the tag team name Lion Power. We know a nigga named Marcus Lewis. Yeah, we do. We, <laughs> we grew we, up with a nigga named Marcus Lewis. We do. Might be that nigga. I don't know. Could be. I don't know what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> so in July 2020, Hobbs began to work for All Elite Wrestling, wrestling on their YouTube show Dark, losing against different opponents. On September 5th, Hobbs competed in a 21-man casino battle royal at the all-out pay-per-view, which was won by Lance Archer. His performance in the match impressed Tony Khan, and on September 16th, it was announced that he had signed with AEW. On that same episode of Dynamite, he saved AEW world champion uh, John Moxley from an attack by Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, turning face in the process. Okay. Hobbs unsuccessfully faced Cage for the FTW championship on October 7th episode of Dynamite. On November 18th edition of Dynamite, which was this past Wednesday, Hobbs turned heel a lot, or two, two Wednesdays ago, aligning himself with Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks after striking Cody Rhodes with Cage's FTW championship belt and then helping him attack both Rhodes and Darby Allen 
next go. week he defeated Lee Johnson under his new name, Powerhouse Hobbs. So shout out to that brother, you know, getting getting the main event rub. Apparently Taz saw something in him and yep. you know started the storyline. So now we're about to see what he can really do. And I'm yep. you know in a main event story beating up Cody. You know, turn like it, man. Book Gotta it. love it. Book. Gotta, Gotta love it. it. And as words of Booker T. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, also before we get out of here, so we talked about Leon Ruff. Uh, right. The current, the reigning, defending, <laughs> I can't believe that it's gone on this long. The reigning, defending North American Championship, man. Shout out to him and Asia Smith, uh, uh, the black woman ref. They just got engaged right before we went live. Uh, wow, man. Oh, just announced we, that they got engaged. So, so wait a minute. We had breaking news on the week coming for UCAS? We got breaking news on the week coming for UCAS. <laughs> shout out to them for getting engaged. The, the, re- the still reigning, defending. <laughs> North, NXT North American Championship. This brother is having the best month ever. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Now get out your fucking daddy's house with that goddamn belt and get your get your wife, man. He got to he got to move now. He got to move he can't now. Stand at a daddy crib. Standing there now, man. <laughs> Take your belt with you. you yeah. Don't your let your daddy you. hold on to that belt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Rated R, man. Tell them where they can find you at, bro. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at RWATD underscore R. Where can they find you at RVS? Yes, sir. I am RVS. You can find me at Franchise06. That's F R A N C H I C E 06. All social media, man. Check us out. We coming for you, Cass. Check us out on Twitter at WCFY. Hit us up on the Facebook group at We Coming for You Wrestling Cast Fans. Yeah. Hit us up on our email at We Coming for You Cast at gmail.com. And also, also, make sure you hit up that website, yes, prowrestlingblack.org. That's the real website, y'all. We're not playing around. <laughs> yes, sir. So now, now, now that we're on the other side of Thanksgiving, uh, uh, we we recording this the day before December, so it's going to be December by the time y'all hear yeah. this. On our way out, I have to leave you with Season's Greetings. Oh, no. Season's Greetings from the man, New Jack. We'll catch y'all later. (laughs) Peace. You want it? You got it. You want me to get crazy? I get crazy. Sitting here apologizing. For what? We got to fight three guys? Three guys trying to kill me? I'm a gang member, baby. Remember that?